You're listening to episode three, Stirrings Podcast, with Molly Young and Andrea DeVries, where we talk about stirrings of our hearts and what's going on in our lives and what we're learning. And it's usually what we're cooking in the kitchen. Today we wanted to talk a little bit about social media, which is such a buzz term, and everybody's talking about it, and so it seems like maybe it's been talked about too much. I, sometimes I feel like that, but um, there are just a few points we wanted to discuss. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't want to like beat a dead horse, but it's been on our minds a lot and it is a part of everyone's life and I don't feel like anyone really has a good answer for how how to have a healthy relationship with social media or you know pros and cons about it I, I don't know I just feel like we're learning so much about it and I don't know I think it all started because of that sermon for me actually from the Austin Stone um, about idols and so he was I don't know if this is like too spiritual <laughs> but he was talking about um, one of the first commandments is you shall have no other gods before me and I didn't realize this but it meant um, before me means in my presence not like um, number one is social media number two is God <laughs> it just means in my presence at all and so like maybe subconsciously I thought it was okay to to um, if I loved God the most that it's okay that I have these other things that I can't live without so long as they're lesser and when he said it's, it's not whatever makes you happy is an idol it's what you can't live without is an idol um, and it's okay for things to make you happy it's okay for us to enjoy social media this is just what came to my mind during the sermon um, those things are good and fine but if you can't live without your phone for a day or a week or however long um, if you can't live without the praise that comes from Instagram or Facebook if you, can't, if you put a post and it devastates you that you don't get any likes you know those are issues <laughs> so that's just kind of what got me thinking about it it's just what came to my mind when he did the sermon so then in response to that you actually took a break from Instagram and social media. Yes, I did. How long? I, I did like a week off of Instagram. Um, and then I think I did like the same off Facebook or something. And I would kind of like to do more. Yeah, so. I thought when you first decided to do that, I don't know if it's a little bit of denial, like, oh, I don't really have a problem with it, but... Um, a few days after you told me you were doing that, I just, um, I, I know that I struggle with putting, placing too much value on others' opinions and myself to the point where I identify in other people's opinions mm -hmm. and I fail to see my identity as a child of God and, yeah. um, it skews all of that. It's like this, um, 
tainted lens that I see my whole life through Mm -hmm. um, or how I want people to perceive my life. And I think I kind of came to the apex of that, so to speak, right around the time when you decided to take a break. And it was right before we had the women's retreat at our church. So it just seemed kind of natural, like, well, the world will not fall apart if we don't go on Instagram. Right. Like, how (laughs) dare I think the world will fall apart? (laughs) Also, I'm not a bad friend if I miss seeing someone's post. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's dependent on seeing my pictures or my content. I don't know. Yeah. It's just felt very Mm self-serving for me in that moment you don't and that's just it like I said it all comes down to heart attitude it's not that social media itself is bad or sinful or wrong but my goodness if it be like encompasses so much of who I am and right then, then it is a bad thing Something that was interesting at the women's retreat is that, A, I had a lot of fun. I didn't have my phone, and most of us didn't even have service there anyway, so that was actually really nice. But I didn't, um, something I do is, like, I find a need to have my phone no matter where I go, like, on my run. I don't have it for texting, but I have it for music. (laughs) Um, When I do my devotions, like the She Reads Truth, you have to read the Devo on the app. So, oh, there, I have to have my phone. And I usually I like to have it around me so I can take pictures of every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, at the women's retreat, I mean, I, I thought about it. Like, I feel like a, my phone is a big part of my life and probably most people's. I thought about, like, I was aware that I didn't have it with me. But I was really happy I didn't. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we were walking back on the lake. There's, like, these two little lakes, and they're divided by this, like, cute gravel sidewalk. And then when you look forward there's all the cabins and then there's like this little um gathering center and it had all these lights around it and we were just walking there I'm like this is so pretty and I'm just enjoying it I'm just Mm -hmm. enjoying the moment and if I had my phone I know I would have taken a picture (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that those aren't bad things like I don't want anyone to feel bad for taking a picture of something but the fact is like can I enjoy something without taking a picture yeah. I can you just enjoy it for yourself, mm-hmm. not not um fail to enjoy it because you're too preoccupied with other people enjoying your post about it right. in the future. Um there was I think it was a study that they did or some we'll link to it in the show notes if I can find it. But um They've done, I think they've done some studies that actually our culture that's so preoccupied with documenting actually has more difficulty remembering things because wow. we're so busy taking pictures of them. They say that you're more easily to reconjure events and remember mm-hmm. them if you weren't documenting it with photographs or video. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really interesting. That's really just weird. Um, so sometimes I think I, I like I, for example like I think of favorite trips I've gone on I think I have a lot more recollection of like 
trips growing up or even like our honeymoon when I was not on my mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. Think of recent vacations I've gone on. And the only way that I can remember what I <laughs> did is by looking at my pictures. Yeah. And I don't, and that, that's not entirely true, but to an extent that's mm-hmm. true. That, oh, thank goodness I took a picture, otherwise I wouldn't remember when, I think it's maybe it's the other way around. I'd probably remember it better if I wasn't so fixated on the rectangle in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what my experience looks like through a camera lens. Mm-hmm. But just what does it, my experience look like through my eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and just choosing to have joy in that moment, just saying, thank you, God, for this, instead of saying, like, look, world, at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I The other day I was having, I decided, like, I'm like, I don't want to take any pictures this morning. <laughs> This probably sounds really funny to people that aren't obsessed with it, <laughs> but I know that there's a lot of people out there that think like this. Um, everything is a picture, and everything goes on Instagram, and blah, blah, blah. But I, I decided, I'm like, I'm not going to take any pictures. And then I was like, do I want to drink my good coffee if I can't take a picture? <laughs> not the I'm good like, coffee. <laughs> I don't want to waste this on a non-picture. But I'm like, why do I drink good coffee? Like, is that just for a picture or do I actually enjoy it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So. Yeah. I liked what you said about just like stopping and praising God for that moment instead of expecting praise for Mm -hmm. There's a very different experience of, like I said, giving God praise versus expecting to receive it from the world. Yeah. It's, it takes it from, like, this moment is about me to this moment is about God. And I feel like we're made to, I mean, we're made to worship. We're, that's what we're supposed to be doing. But in the act of taking too many pictures of every single event, we're worshiping ourselves. Like, we're worshiping, you know, we want people to worship us. We want them mm-hmm. to praise our pictures. And, yeah. Um, and I, I, I think... So, like you said, I don't think that social media in and of itself is evil or whatever. And I think we're primarily talking about Instagram because for you and I, that's more of a struggle. I feel mm-hmm. like Facebook, eh, I check it, but I'm usually like... Facebook is a time suck, but it's not... <laughs> which is bad in itself, but for me it's not like... Most of my... I don't know. I feel like if we're just Facebook friends and not Instagram friends, I'm like, oh, you don't really know what's going on in my life. <laughs> you don't know That's what coffee true. I'm Like this I morning. don't. My pictures don't transfer, so like right. my Instagram followers see a whole different side of Andrea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hate what I'm saying right now. <laughs> but it's yeah, embarrassing. So I, but yeah, it's okay to voice it because I really feel like we're probably not the only ones that think like this. <laughs> I think, And I think we should talk about it. So, yeah, so if we can all agree that we're not uh, we're not turning it into a villain, but if we can identify like this, like um, pursuit of worship from others, that attitude, then we have a bad relationship with social Mm -hmm. media at least in that moment and something should change and social media just by the innate qualities of it isn't going to change I think you said that before 
So it has to, the change has to come from us and how we experience it and how we use it or don't use it. Mm-hmm. And the moments when we opt to avoid it in order to preserve, I don't know, like I said, in order to preserve a moment or preserve a right attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I can tell on the days when I'm like glued to my phone, I don't get anything done. Yep. <laughs> and it's like this need to just keep checking it and checking it. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. Those, <laughs> and there, I'm not, there's never a moment where I don't realize what I'm doing. Right. So I can pick up my phone and like log into the Instagram app and do that subconsciously, which is scary. Yeah. <laughs> but as I'm like scrolling, I'm very aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but I can't, sometimes I can't stop, and that's what's scary is. Yeah. This. Do you, you still have the Instagram app on your phone? Mm hmm. I deleted it that one week I stopped, and then I put it back on. Um, it, I don't know, it really helped me to not have it on for a week, and. I don't know. That's my answer. <laughs> it's okay. But I was going to say, um, how could we... Because it, we're not just trying to bash social media. And I, I do think, like, no matter what it is, everyone has different things. Maybe you're listening and you are maybe addicted or way too inclined towards something else. Um, and I, I don't think anything in this earth is, like, inherently good or evil. We just kind of give it, we define it ourselves. So for some people, Instagram could be a really good thing. Um, for some people, I don't know, Facebook could be a good thing. For some people, like, sharing a meal together and having a glass of wine could be a really good thing. And for some people, that's a really bad thing. <laughs> we get to decide, you know, how, like, what our heart issue is there. Like, if we're praising God, if we're enjoying life if we're I don't know so I think for some people it could be really good and I kind of wanted to talk about like a positive some positive aspects of it um so did you have any thoughts on that like how it could be used for good (laughs) yeah yeah let's (laughs) let's look at the other side we've attacked a lot um I think as creatively it's it's really fascinating mm-hmm. um if you've heard i think we've talked about knitting in previous episodes <laughs> and if you know me in person you know that i knit a lot and so does molly now <laughs> um and so a lot of people i follow on instagram are creatives they're designers they're knitters they're weavers or dyers um Nicholas always makes fun of me when I use the term fiber art. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great term. It's a great term, I and love it's it. apt in this situation. <laughs> so a lot of people, I, it's just, it's really cool to see create people's creative process. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I think that's kind of untainted by social media. I mean, yes, I think there are accolades for a job well done on a creative piece. But it's really cool to see, like, my favorite knitwear designers, their work in progress or yeah. design ideas. It's just kind of fun. Um, 
and um, and then I there are a few people I follow that I just have really profound thoughts about Jesus and in relation to the world that have been really encouraging and well and timely mm-hmm. um, for me. I don't know. What do you think? What's been positive about social media? I'm going to say pro, but it could also be considered a con. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because I don't think this should be your sole source of community, but I do think for some people it is a source of community. Yeah. Um, it's fun to see, like you said, other knitters or people in Austin that are into food or something. And it is an actual way now that people are making friends. Some people like have found their spouse on the internet. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's kind of fun to be a part of that, I guess. And I feel like it's okay to be a part of that. Um, I don't feel like my relationships on social media are not the same as in person. Um, but I do think like it could help. Some people are like really struggling with being lonely. It could help kind of like get them out of that a little bit. Maybe give them an outlet to feel somewhat connected. Or even a way to meet people to further connection, mm-hmm. you know. Because I don't think it's the... I definitely don't think it's the best way to be connected and it shouldn't be your only source of community but I do think it is I think that's a pro I'll put it in the pro column um yeah another one um for like for Facebook um could be like there's people that I was friends with in high school that I'm not really well I wasn't really friends with them then and I mean I was kind of weird in high school and like judgmental and, <laughs> and it's kind of nice to be I'm able not, to like I'm laughing at that <laughs> it's okay I was um everything was like black and white and you had to do the way do things the way I thought you had to do them or you're a sinner <laughs> um which is terrible but I just feel like there are a lot of people that I probably made feel like bad for the choices they made and it's kind of cool to be friends now on Facebook and to like each other's stuff and um, it's kind of for me I don't know if this is healthy or not but it's kind of some form of like closure because they're not really going to be in my life anymore Um, but at least like oh I didn't really handle that friendship the way I wish I would have now but at least we can like kind of affirm each other on Mm -hmm. Facebook does that make sense yeah um and ob- obvious reasons, like you can stay in touch with people far away, um, people that you wouldn't normally see. Like, it's kind of fun to know when a f- an old friend has gotten married. It's kind of fun to see their pictures. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think about LinkedIn? Oh my gosh. <laughs> mm, I don't have a LinkedIn profile. You don't? How the medical community doesn't. What? <laughs> How are you ever going to get a job? <laughs> The medical community doesn't really work that way. At least not nursing. Yeah. Um, no, that's... I don't think anyone gets a job. I'd be curious if someone actually got a job from LinkedIn. Yeah. I, there are some good... I know Nicholas has gotten some like, contacts through it. Really? In the past. Um, but it just seems like one more thing. Mm-hmm. 
Like I don't want to have one more username and password I have to remember because I'm already resetting them every time I log into anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I send email reminder resets. Oh my gosh. Like every time. I um, I always get this e- these emails from LinkedIn. It says, Molly, people are viewing your profile. And I'll like scroll down and then in the middle of the email, it's like this big circle and it tells you the number of people that are looking at your profile. And for me, it always says, one. <laughs> I'm like, why did I need to get that email? <laughs> Just remind me how people, my LinkedIn is. <laughs> person is the- <laughs> Yeah. People is a generous term. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I was, but my parents were here this weekend and I was talking to my dad and he's like, it's kind of weird that LinkedIn is still a thing. Like somehow it's kind of holding on. Yeah. So. Or maybe in some fields it's more useful yeah that could be maybe i'm not really a professional enough to (laughs) (laughs) um twitter honestly i've never gone down that road yeah i think i have a twitter account (laughs) (laughs) i think i think i've never tweeted anything (laughs) but i know that's or i mean that's some people's thing yeah. Um, or Snapchat, which I don't have either, which you use all Snapchat's the time. Snapchat's pretty fun. Yeah. Courtney downloaded it um, in college for me, and I like did one Snapchat, and I was like, I don't understand this, and I deleted it. And then the <laughs> last time she came, she put it on my phone again. <laughs> and then she sent me a bunch of Snapchats, and I'm like, this is pretty fun. I like that it just goes away. So it's not like, you can put stuff on your story, and... Instagram, like, whatever you put on there has to be really artsy. I don't know. I don't just put any picture on Instagram. Like, sometimes I'll take it. I'm like, mm, the lighting's not quite right. It's not going to do it. Um, not to say all my pictures are perfect, but definitely a lot more thought goes into it. And then on Snapchat, it's like, this is terrible quality. <laughs> I'm still filming anyways. <laughs> and then I put it on, and then it's gone in 24 hours. <laughs> and I only have, like, two friends on Snapchat, so it's. I feel like... I can put whatever I want on, and no one's really going to see it, which is kind of funny. So, <laughs> so more of a goofy app. Social media. Anyway, so I don't know if we actually brought anything new to the table about social media, but it's I think it's been on my mind a lot, and yours too, and we just kind of wanted to talk about it. Um, did you have any tips for like how to have a healthy relationship? And we kind of talked about that a little bit, but, like, what if someone's really struggling with, you know, like, oh, I'm on Instagram way too much, or Twitter, like, what would you suggest for them to do? Well, I actually wrote a blog post about this a little bit, about the women's retreat and how, because I also took a couple days away from it, and I think I said something to the effect of, like, I want to be careful to check my heart before I check my feed. Mm. Um, but also thinking about the motivation of a post. Um, similar, we've had a previous episode about addiction. We mm. talked about how I have an issue with wanting to buy clothing a lot. And we were brainstorming how I can ward off of that ward off or just be proactive and one of the things he mentioned was um I just don't go there like don't go to the clothing store if I'm a hungry mm-hmm. angry tired or lonely 
Are those the four? Yeah. I think so. Um, so, so the same could be said, because I think when you're in any of those situations or a combination of more than one of those things, that's when I tend to make decisions that, you know, where decisions that I usually regret or mm-hmm. decisions that don't really seem like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the same could be said about Instagram. Am I feeling lonely because I'm not working today and I'm at home by myself and I just want to not feel lonely because Instagram doesn't really fill that void. It was never meant to. So I think, I think just, yeah, kind of assessing your heart before you post a picture because sometimes you just want to post a picture of flowers from the farmer's market because they're really pretty. And that is okay. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, like, yeah, like I said, not placing value or merit on an experience based on how many likes it gets on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe only get X number of likes. That doesn't mean that the experience was... Right. Gets a lower rating or something that, like... Like, oh, maybe it wasn't as cool as I thought. (laughs) Yeah, but the response on Instagram should never affect my, like, response to a situation, I don't think. Unless it's, like, an encouragement when I'm down or something. But I feel like if I'm down, I don't want to post on Instagram unless it's something that I'm confronting and working through and might benefit other people. Yeah. Um, And then I think you're right. I think, for me, going forward, it would be good to periodically take breaks from Mm -hmm. social media like I said I think I went like two or three days without checking anything and it was I felt refreshed Mm. I don't need to do that all the time but maybe like once a month or I don't know formally what it will look like but I like the idea of um, another sermony thing but this Sunday we're talking about the Sabbath and how one day should look different and I like the idea of maybe whatever day or your Sabbath is, like picking that day and just not getting on social media. So I'm considering doing that. But I do like the idea of taking breaks and, I don't know. Um, For me, my reasons were kind of similar. Like maybe if if you find that you're needing something, like I need to be by friends right now or I need to get out of this like loneliness or... I need some praise. Like, those aren't the best times to post. <laughs> like, you um, should call your friends yeah. or stop by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, use your community in those moments. Don't go to Instagram for that. Right, because that's not sincere. It's not, you know, it's not going to satisfy you. It's not going to change your heart. It's not going to fix anything. And friends, they can pray with you. They can just sit and laugh with you. They can just sit in silence with you. And sometimes that's what you need. Or you can spend time with God um, and give Him praise because that's what probably your heart is needing to do anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, if your heart's in a bad place, go talk to someone who knows your heart. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I feel like our <laughs> our podcasts always get really serious. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're not like preaching at you guys. These are just things that have been on our minds a lot. They've been stirrings in our hearts. That's right. (laughs) We warned you by the name of the podcast. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, So 
kind of a change of subject. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. Um, do you want to tell us about your most recently finished project? Oh, yeah. It's so pretty. We can post some pictures of it in the, the show links if you want. Okay. Show links. <laughs> <Post> <laughs> um, so by project, she means I recently finished a knitting project. Um, and for those of you who don't care, you can tune this part. <laughs> but I've been trying to make a conscious effort to knit. So knitters have what they call a stash. And basically that means like yarn, yarn, their yarn collection, <laughs> so yarn, to speak. Yarn. So, and for a lot of people, this is a problem. Like they'll buy yarn because it's pretty and just put it on the shelf. And maybe it's not enough to make a useful project or they keep it around because it's pretty. And so I've been knitting since I was in middle school. So I acquired quite the collection, especially early on when I thought like, oh, I'll buy this. I'm sure I'll use it. Um, but that mentality doesn't work well with any any object, especially yeah. not like crafting that takes time and investment of time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and maybe by the time you get around to using it, you don't like that you yarn don't anymore. Like it. <laughs> and then think about all the money wasted, and then the storage space, and then you know, it can be just one more collection of things that can own you. Okay, man, then this went a really weird direction. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Anyway, so I've tried to make a conscious effort to knit from my stash, so to speak. So knitting using yarn that I have, picking appropriate projects in order to kind of whittle that down to a more manageable amount. Because really, for me, and I think for you too, it works better to have a project in mind before you buy yarn. Because doing it the opposite order is a little tricky. Yeah. Anyway, I had this really pretty bright blue yarn that I bought I did buy for a different project and didn't use it and so I I didn't want it to get lost in the depth of my stash there really isn't that much left <laughs> it sounds like I'm a yarn hoarder <laughs> um, so I looked for a project it was just a single skein which just means like a like a ball of yarn in like a sock weight like a really thin yarn and I looked for projects that use that much and it's not really a color I normally wear, so I just thought, well, I'm going to make this. I'm going to ma- find a project and make it for someone else. And so um, I knit. It's a shawl. And shawls sound grandmother-like. Yeah. Um, no offense, Grandma. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, they sound kind of old-timey. Mm-hmm. And that's they're really just like large triangular scarves that you wear in, like, the three cooler seasons. Yeah. Which, okay, I don't need to tell you what seasons those are. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can guess. Yeah. Um, So I made a shawl, like a triangular shawl. You wear it kind of like a scarf in this bright turquoisey blue. So Uh, We can put links to my Ravelry if you want to see it, but it was an easy project, portable, and really fun. And yesterday, or this week, is one of our good friend's birthday, so I gave it to her last night for her birthday. And she was so happy. <laughs> I hope so. She was. I and think it she... looks so good on her. Yeah. So it's really fun it. to knit for... It's fun to knit for other people as 
for gifts, for gifting purposes, not for commission. Right. I don't think knitting for commission will ever, ever sound good to me. Yeah. But it takes the fun out of it. It does. Um, but if it's like knit from the joy of your heart and, Aww. you know, give it, it's really. Anyway, so that's fun. It's fun. I was in a, like a bit of a creative lull, I think. So it feels good to bring something to completion. Aww. Um, what are you working on? Um, I'm casting on right now as we talk. <laughs> um, I'm working on a hat for my friend Amanda. Um, it's gonna be, it's a pattern, um, I found on Ravelry that is brioche, so it's two different colors knit together, and I'm really excited about it. I was looking at the pattern last night, and, um, I will have to learn a few new things to do this, but I kind of like those. I feel like it, it um, the harder one, or ones that I don't know a lot about, I'm more inclined to keep working on it and persevere because I think I like the aspect of like learning something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm kind of not stuck, but on my shawl, the other one I'm working on, it's pretty much the same four rows on repeat for like the next year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of like it's hard maybe I should make like little goals for myself like maybe just tonight just knit one like set mm-hmm. and, and then I mean sooner or later bit by bit you'll get it done yeah it's, it's not it's not like in a hurry to be finished or anything and I can't wear anything that warm here so <laughs> we're fine <laughs> see we're just knitting things that we won't wear for a few months yeah <laughs> but knitting so fun <laughs> this was a great episode i think yeah i think that's a good place to stop yes. great or not great or not <laughs> we'll let you decide. either way if you're still listening good job, good job. <laughs> all um, right and until next time thanks for listening bye bye